0: This is the Weight Loss Podcast with Matt and Courtney, a couple who committed to a strategy and lost a combined hundred kilograms. When it comes to weight loss, you don't just need encouragement, you need a strategy. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Courtney. My name is Matt. And this week, our episode topic is the mindset of weight loss the
1: mindset of weight loss what do we mean by that Courtney
0: it's a big topic one that I think Matt and I both love to talk about it is a topic based around our mindset which I know is a very it word at the moment
1: some would say the it word the it, it this, word this in discussion fit-
0: in fitness and weight loss I agree so I think everyone as well I know it's true for Matt and I we've seen a big trend lately in terms of mindset being used in the way of mindset first weight loss second
1: there definitely is a a massive sort of priority placed on the idea of mindset is everything Mm. when it comes to weight loss and you know healthy change in general and to some extent i think it is correct but it's not quite as cut and dry as some people are led to believe.
0: I agree. I agree. I think that it's made out to be a real emphasis of get your entire mindset under control and change your entire mindset before starting any sort of weight loss journey or transformation, which I I don't completely agree with. I think there is obviously place for mindset. There always is. It's going to come in. It's going to play a role. It's even going to play a role before you begin and and when you start. But I don't agree with the concept that the entire thing has to be worked on before you start.
1: So today we're going to be talking about our personal experiences with this, about how our mindsets have evolved over time. And what that is, in my case, especially going to talk about what that has led me to do with other parts of my life. Well, I think that really applies to both of us, Courtney, in yeah. terms of how our mindsets evolve over time and where it gives you a bit of courage to do things you wouldn't have done previously.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: So a question for you, Court, when it comes to, to mindset, what what is your take on this in terms of if I say to you, I need help with my mindset or I haven't got it right. What, what does that make you think of?
0: Personally, for me, I believe that, as I said, mindset definitely plays a role in everybody's transformation. It's always going to play a role. But the thing that I disagree with, as I mentioned, is is wrapping it up into a all-or-nothing sort of situation. So for me, I think that mindset definitely plays a role in the beginning because it plays a role in you making the decision to start. So you're, you have to have the right mindset to even start in the first place. Yep. And what we call that is, Matt and I like to call it, finding your why. So, finding your
1: why. Yes. That's a great phrase, isn't it? Yes.
0: We love that phrase. So finding your why basically means that your why is the reason you are doing it in the first place. It is the reason you want that goal. It's the reason you want to change your body shape. It's the reason you want to lose weight. The why is the whole reason you're doing it.
1: Well, it's the reason you're getting up off the couch in the first place. It's the reason you're probably unhappy. The reason you want to change something. It's, I know for me, it's why I get up in the morning.
0: Definitely, definitely. So that is obviously part of your mindset and your mindset space. And that is something that has to happen at the start for you to even want to make that change.
1: Well, Courtney, I'll start by asking you a question here in terms of you know, personal experience with this topic, how has your mindset evolved or how did it start when you first decided, okay, I'm going to change? What happened inside between your ears that led you to get moving? How did this work for you?
0: Yeah, so my why basically was I was really unhappy. I was in my early 20s. I was definitely overweight. I was really unhappy with the way I looked. And I really just wanted to make a change. I was sick of uh, be, feeling unattractive. I was sick of not wanting to go out with friends because I didn't want to dress up and I didn't want to – I just didn't think I looked good regardless of what I did. And I was single at the time and I was sick of being single and I wanted to go out and meet someone but I didn't want to go out because I was ashamed of the way I looked. And mm. and I I distinctly remember – uh, feeling as though I could never go out and f- I'd never felt like I could go out and meet someone who would find me attractive if I didn't find me attractive.
1: That's a really good point.
0: So, really good. I, I distinctly remember thinking that, and, and that was the real push for me to make a change. And that, uh, that was definitely my why. It was, I mean, it was strong enough for me to stop stuffing around with little fad diety things here and there just dabbling really dabbling i was a dabble i was a dabbler yes and dabbling with the gym so fluffing around in the gym going and walking on the treadmill for 20 minutes thinking that that was okay that was enough should i say so
1: what was your snap point
0: my snap point was there was nothing that really happened to me in particular it was just that i just had enough
1: So, but did it get to the stage like you, you know, you got, we know this. So listen, Mm.
0: we'll
1: just let you know a bit of a story here. Out of nowhere, one day (laughs) I get a phone call from a, a colleague of mine at the gym saying, I've got someone that you need to talk to. Her name's Courtney. She's looking for a personal trainer to help her get in shape. And I've recommended you. So for you, Courtney, what was it? that got you to reach out and ask for help? Like, did something happen?
0: I knew I couldn't do it by myself. I knew that I had tried and failed, tried and failed, tried and failed. And I just got to the stage where I was so sick of the way I felt about myself and the way I looked that one day I just got up the courage to ask for help.
1: Out of nowhere, it just came in, yeah. that's it, I'm going to go ask?
0: Yeah, no, it had been building up for a couple of weeks. So, so I you had,
1: started thinking about it for a while?
0: Definitely. I would okay. go to the gym and I'd walk on the treadmill and I'd look over at the reception desk and think, yep, on my way out today, I'm going to ask. Okay. No didn't ask I would walk out I oh I was too scared oh. and I didn't ask and I walked out so it took a couple of weeks after I'd really decided that I really wanted to do something to even build up the courage again to, to be able to ask for help okay
1: so it kind of evolved in layers here
0: definitely where
1: you went from okay that's it I'm going to ask for help and then actually Building Doing up that.
0: The, Building up the courage to ask for help. Okay. And then asking for help. But then once I had asked for help and I met with you yep. and you described the plan that you had for me and how it was gonna work and how long roughly you thought it was gonna take, there was no second guessing after that. I was I was a hundred percent Yep, this is what I'm gonna do. And I had made up my mind and my mindset was clear that this is exactly what I was going to do and I was going to make it work.
1: Okay. And so over time, how has your mindset changed along the way? Because, you know, you started fairly overweight and unhappy and have gotten yourself to the stage where you're in pretty good condition these days and you look fantastic and you feel great. Oh, thank you. Well, of course. You're my (laughs) wife, I have to say that. But it's also the truth. So how have you evolved over time? Because you've changed quite a few things in your
0: life. Definitely. And I think the biggest word there is evolve. Yeah. And I don't think that that just happens to us physically, it happens to us mentally as well. And this is the biggest thing for me in terms of where mindset plays a part in weight loss that it's an evolution. So just like your evolves physically your mind evolves with that as well so the goals that I set for myself back when we first met and I started working out and started wanting to lose weight are not the goals that I have now the confidence I have now I could have never dreamed of having back there so these sort of things definitely my attitude towards the way I looked my attitudes towards my body shape uh, my attitude towards the clothes that I wear the clothes that I feel comfortable wearing the clothes the some of the outfits that I wear now I would have never worn back then even when uh, even after I started to lose weight yep so my confidence has definitely evolved the way I love my curves the way I love my body shape that is definitely not something that I would have expected to love back then because I hated everything about me and I wanted to to look completely different okay so it, th- all of those factors for me my goals the way I felt about myself, the confidence, uh, the way I feel felt about my body shape, these, all of these things influenced my mindset and they've all evolved over time.
1: So where are things with you right now, Courtney, in terms of your mindset with what you're doing?
0: My mindset is pretty clear on where I am now. I'm very clear on what my goals are, uh, very clear about I love my body shape. Um, my goals are very much based around just improving myself. So there's always little things about yourself that you still want to improve on. So there's still little areas on my body that I think I don't love as much as the other areas. And I would like to just tighten those up a little bit. Unfortunately, we can't wave a magic wand and lose weight on particular areas of our body first. If so if only we could select certain areas of our body to, uh, to drop the fat, wouldn't
1: that be wonderful? That would be
0: fantastic. Yeah. But unfortunately it doesn't happen like that. So I've got oh. very, I've got goals around just tightening up a few areas of my body that I want to tighten up on and continue to love my body, continue to push myself out. my comfort zone with my confidence, especially with the outfits I wear, the outfits I wear is where I display most of my confidence because Back when I was so heavily overweight, I didn't display that sort of confidence with the outfits I wore. I wore a lot of black. I wore a lot of oversized things. I look back on some of the outfits I wore and think, oh, I shouldn't have worn that.
1: Bit of a disaster.
0: Yes, but I think we all have those Yes, in oh, our past.
1: Tell me about it, yes.
0: So that, that's really where my mindset is right now in terms of personally, in terms of my weight loss goals because I still have them. Even I've achieved a lot, I know that, but I still have weight loss goals to tighten mm-hmm. up on a few areas. So that that's where my mindset is right now and it's firmly planted in that. But that's evolved over time as well. So what about yourself? Do you feel that connection like I do, uh, Matt, that you've got to have that mindset in the first place in terms of finding your why and then the mindset evolves through there? Is Abs- that how it happened with you?
1: Uh, absolutely, it did. I had to have well, a big snap point after quite a while of sort of fluffing around but the first snap point or the first that first evolution of my mindset was that i had to do something because what i was what i was doing the way i felt wasn't wasn't really good enough and i wasn't happy so the first evolution of my mindset was okay i'm going to change this i'm going to do whatever it takes So then the first thing for me was to have the courage to get out there and just exercise because i would spent the first, you know, 25, 26 years of my life not being very active at all. So step one is to have the mindset of, okay, I'm going to start by joining a gym, going to a place that was not my comfort zone that I knew I would feel out of place in because the gym's where all the fit, good-looking people go, isn't it?
0: Yes, that's right.
1: So what? What would a fat guy do? It, you know, what, what, you know, Would I belong in a gym? No, because that's where all the good looking people are. So, that's what am the, I doing in there? It's
0: where all the fit people are. All the
1: fit people are in the gym, aren't they? <laughs> so, that was the step one there the mindset of, okay, let's get up, let's get active, let's get down to the gym, and let's just start doing something. And then, as that habit started to develop, and it became, it felt normal of, okay, I'm lifting weights. I'm doing intense cardio here and there. I'm being an active individual. The confidence I developed from that then helped my mindset evolve where it was like, okay, now I'm going to tackle something else. So maybe I would not drink copious amounts of alcohol every single weekend without fail. Maybe now I'd have the courage and be ready for it internally to start to pull that back because it was something that was holding me back. And what do you know, as that starts to improve, I get confidence, you know, sort of built within me. The mindset evolves. I'm now going to try the next thing. So for me, it did absolutely develop in layers. It still, even today, develops in layers where there's things that, and this is what I'll be asking you about pretty soon, Courtney, as well, things that, for me, that I'm doing now these days that I wouldn't have had the courage to do even two or three years ago. let alone 10 to 15, 20 years ago where just the thought of being active was alien to me, let alone the thought of owning a gym, having a podcast, helping other people. So it does definitely evolve over time. And I've found that for me personally, it has been layers and it will continue to be in layers over time. And I accept that now. I personally am not a... A subscriber to the idea of just change your mindset and everything will go from there because it's not as simple as that.
0: So I have a question for you. If you look back on when you started, all those years ago, yep, and you hit that snap point, you wanted to make a change. If you had gone with this theory, which is the popular theory at the moment, which is change your mindset, then change your body. So someone came to you and said... You're going to have to just work on yourself, work on your mindset, the way you feel about all of these different things, then start working on your body. How do you think your transformation would differ?
1: What transformation? Mm. Because I think personally, Courtney, it's all well and good to have the great intentions. They have to be followed by some sort of action to really affirm yourself that, yeah, I can do this. It's all well and good to think it and to talk to yourself and look yourself in the mirror and scream, you're going to do it. It's another to actually get off your bum and do it. Absolutely. Because I personally, from my own experience and working with, with my clients over the years, I don't think you can truly believe it until you start to do it and you start to develop these habits and you start to feel changes.
0: Yeah, and I think the point you made with your own story is a great one, which is that it involved in layers and you were using the motivation and the results you were getting from each step of the way to make more positive changes and to take another step.
1: That's a great point. Yeah.
0: Where I think that for, for a lot of us, we can't, I know for myself, I would never have been able to anticipate the changes that I made. So if I can't anticipate the changes that I'm going to make, I can't anticipate how my mindset is going to respond to that change.
1: Well, I'll tell you something, Court. You can never anticipate really the changes you'll make because things can change in ways you'll never see coming.
0: Yes. I think that's a really good point to make. And I think for, for especially myself, I think that I look back on my journey and, and how I've got here so far and absolutely I would never have thought that I would have got certain places
1: Oh, absolutely. And so I could
0: never (laughs) sit back and think to myself, okay, I'm going to change my mindset before doing anything else because then I can evolve my mindset and then my body will follow after that. Whereas I couldn't anticipate how my mindset was going to change.
1: Well, you can't anticipate how anything's going to change. You've got to start somewhere.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You've
1: absolutely got to start somewhere. And you said it yourself, Court. it starts with the why and then develops from there. I know for me, when I first started the goal wasn't to have a podcast to have a gym to i mean i let's just say i wasn't thinking about being married
0: that was the last <laughs> no. thing on
1: my mind because i felt pretty much like a reject in society
0: yeah
1: the the initial mindset for me was i'm going to do something mm-hmm. because this as it is isn't isn't good so i'm going to do something but that something in my mind back then wasn't i'm going to move into state I'm going to get married. I'm going to open a gym. I'm going to help people change their lives. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to this. I'm going to that. No. The initial mindset was, I'm going to do something. And I decided that something was exercise. So a question for you, Court, if I could ask. Shoot. Shoot. Okay, I can do that. So these days, what are you doing currently in your life that you wouldn't have done even two to three years ago? Because... Over talking about here, your mindset develops in layers. Obviously, if we go back four or five years ago when you first started, you're doing an awful lot of things now that you wouldn't have thought of then. But you've now been a personal trainer for a couple of years now. What are you doing now that you wouldn't have done when you first became a PT?
0: Personally, like just in my personal life?
1: All the above. Personal, professional, things things that you had to develop over time.
0: Well, the biggest one as well would be definitely become a personal trainer. Okay. That was something that I had never thought about doing. Yep. Owning a gym, getting married. At the time, I was just wanting to meet someone, just to be able to have the confidence to go out and potentially meet someone, yep. let alone then meet someone, date someone, get engaged, get married. Yep. that Those things were just never on my radar. It was just to be able to feel attractive enough to get dressed up and go out and feel confident enough to talk to a male with the intention of just possibly dating someone, let alone everything else. That was big for me. Definitely in terms of the confidence, in terms of the clothes that I wear. I know two years ago, I'd never have worn the clothes that I wear. And I'm and the clothes that I wear, there's nothing special to them. There's nothing outlandish to them. But I wear a lot of clothes that... Are tighter than I would have ever worn them. Yep. I wear a lot of clothes that now are strapless. I would never have worn strapless two years ago.
1: Show some leg.
0: I show some leg. I wear short shorts. I would never have worn short shorts you in look good public. In, short shorts. in public, maybe to bed, but never in public. <laughs> To two to three years ago. So definitely in terms of the clothes that I wear and to the, in, in terms of the colours that I choose, I didn't wear a lot of colour. I tend to stick to a lot of black because that was obviously a slimming colour, those mm. ladies out there know. So I did wear a lot of black. I, I just didn't feel comfortable in a lot of those um, certain colours. I would never have worn a bikini. Yeah. Ever. I was lucky to wear a one-piece bathing suit. I would go to the beach with a T-shirt over the top of my bathers. Yep. So these are certain things that I would never have ever thought that I would do. The thought of doing a bikini, getting into a bikini, let alone then standing in front of a camera, let alone then posting those photos publicly on Facebook, <laughs> that would have never crossed my mind two to three years ago, ever.
1: So what do you think was it that changed in your mind, Courtney, that gave you the thought that actually I can do this?
0: Again, it was, it was those layers. It was the layers that came up after the first 12 weeks that I did with, uh, with you, Matt, working out in the gym. I felt so much better about myself and I could really see results that I had made and that just made me want to do another 12-week block and focus on another goal, set another goal for myself, and then it just made me want to do another one and another one and continue to set more goals for myself. And, yes, along those ways I had hiccups or plateaus. and As you do? As you, as everyone does. That's and one, normal. One of those plateaus was the reason why I decided to do that bikini photo shoot was mm-hmm. because I felt like I hadn't changed in a little while. I felt like I didn't have a goal strong enough to strive for. And when you suggested that goal, I would never have usually said yes to that. I just would have flat out said, no, I'm not doing that. I'll pick something else.
1: Well, I'll tell you something. I'm glad you said yes.
0: But I did say yes to that. And that is, I definitely, I think, a reflection of how my mindset had changed yep. in terms of not only feeling more confident about myself, but having the confidence to step outside of my comfort zone. And say, you know what, the world's not going to end if I have a photo shoot in a bikini.
1: And it sure didn't end.
0: Whereas it if I, that would have been my mindset before. I struggled with a lot of anxiety growing up, and I would have definitely, a hundred percent, straight away gone to the negative. So in those sort of situations, so I definitely think for both of us, I think we've both got very similar experiences in terms of our transformation moving in layers and our mindset moving with that which is obviously opposite to the popular theory at the moment which is change your mindset first and then change your body second so next i'll ask you matt for in terms of tips for achieving your why what do you think the biggest tip is well for finding your why
1: The biggest tip for finding your why, Mm. well, I think it has to be internal. It has to be emotional.
0: Mm.
1: I don't always think you can find it. Often it finds you.
0: That's a really good point.
1: In terms of it can be, and this is the thing as well. The reason why you do something can sometimes take time to present itself to you best example I can give is what I do for a living now I didn't do until I was in my early 30s so I think the biggest tip I can give for finding your why is to let it let it evolve naturally
0: so what you're also saying is that your why can sometimes change over time?
1: Of course it changes over time because i I use myself as an example, my initial why was to not be fat and not be diabetic mm. my current why is to help as many people as I can and have the best podcast in the world. <laughs> that wasn't the why back then. That has changed over time. Yes. What about yourself, Court? What's your, what's your tip for finding your why?
0: I think uh, the biggest tip that I can give is, well, different, picking something that's different to yours because I absolutely agree with you. It mm-hmm. has to evolve naturally. But I also think that uh, a big tip is to make sure it's strong enough.
1: Well, I think that's where as well, finding your why will generally come from what you are frustrated with the most.
0: Yeah, so it's got to be really the strongest thing that you can think of. So the strongest reason, and that being, it has to be like that because this is a really frustratingly long, annoying process. (laughs) The old saying, if it was easy, everyone would do it. And it is an old saying, but it's completely true. It's also
1: a true saying.
0: It is completely true. If it was easy, everyone would do it. It's frustrating and it's long.
1: We'd be unemployed.
0: Correct. It's frustrating for us and it's long for us as well. So my biggest tip for finding your why would be to find something that is so strong for you that when obstacles come up or bad days come up, that why is so strong that it's going to get you back on track.
1: Could I also say, if you don't believe you've found your why, there's nothing wrong with that. What I would suggest to you is that, as I just sort of touched on before, think about what is it that frustrates you the most. So if you don't think you've got a why or your why is not strong enough, look to the things you might be doing. For example, are you the sort of person that avoids mirrors? Are you the sort of person that hides from photos? That there could be a very strong why. Are you the sort of person that would like to go to the beach with your kids and wear bathers but you don't? You might have your why there. It just hasn't quite clicked yet.
0: Yeah. Great points. Yeah? Really great points. Oh, good. So the next tip I think we should just touch on is... One thing at a time. Simplify.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: This is one of your favorite sayings, isn't it, Matt?
1: Absolutely. You've got to keep things simple because it's common for all of us when we want to do something new, make a change, make an improvement. Let's do it all at once. Yes. (laughs) So, okay, I, Matt, have been sitting on the couch for 25 years. I've been stuffing my face full of all sorts of junk food, I'm now going to become a seven day a week gym junkie. I'm going to stop eating junk food. I'm going to stop drinking alcohol. I'm going to be 100% perfect from day one. Uh, okay. <laughs> not so much. So, as I've learned personally, uh, you know, working with people, helping them change their own habits and their own, you know, really helping them change their own mindsets over time, you simplify things and you start with literally one thing at a time. So I find the easiest thing is exercise. So if you're there at home or if you're at the gym right now yourself, well that's a really good start.
0: Exercise. Even the gym is a great
1: start. Mm -hmm. But if you're if you're sitting there wondering to yourself, what is my why to help get my mindset kicked along, just give it time. Mm. Think about things. And when it comes time to try something, start with something simple. Generally, exercise is the easiest place to start. And then you build it up from there. So one step at a time.
0: Absolutely. And I think the next tip that I want to give is a big one, and Matt and I say it a lot, which is block out the noise. Block out
1: the noise, Courtney. What do you mean by block now, out I the noise? I don't know if
0: you listening have actually heard this before, but you need to write it down and you need to remember it. Block out the noise.
1: What is noise, Courtney?
0: There is so much going on in the health and fitness industry these days it is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year there is more and more stuff going on there is more and more diets there's more exercise regimes there's more 28 day diets and shh detox shake programs and...
1: Personal trainers.
0: Personal trainers. And there's just so much going on. There's so many magazines that are dedicated to health and fitness these days. There's TV shows. There's there's articles written on websites every day. It's just overwhelming.
1: Well, you, And it
0: can be really, really overwhelming.
1: Here's an example of noise, a real simple one that I've used with people. Go and do a Google search. In this Google search, type in... How to Lose Weight.
0: Oh, that's dangerous.
1: Then pick the best one. Of the 100 pages, every page having 10 to 20 different links on there with conflicting information, conflicting theories, different experiences, where does one start? You don't know where to because there's so much noise in our industry. Do this. So let's say you've got something where it might say to you, Just go and do three hours of cardio exercise a day, eat less food, and you'll lose weight. And it sounds pretty convincing from someone that looks pretty good. Then the next thing you read might say, actually, go and lift weights. Go and lift weights, eat lots and lots and lots of protein, and you'll lose weight. And the person saying this looks pretty good too. So you've got two conflicting uh, sources of information coming from two seemingly reliable sources. Where do you start? It's easy to get confused. So blocking out the noise, yes, we do say it a lot. We say it frequently. It is easier said than done.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Because it's taken me personally quite a few years to get really good at blocking out the noise.
0: And I'm still working on blocking out the noise.
1: It it takes time because there's so many distractions out there.
0: Absolutely. Shiny objects. But it's just something to really keep in the forefront of your mind that if you allow a lot of this noise to creep in, it well, can really well, distract your your from your goals and from the mindset that you're in at the moment.
1: I think as well Courtney blocking out the noise also means if you're following a you are following a process that you believe in and let's say you're working with a professional that you also trust blocking the noise means letting the process play out.
0: Absolutely. Give
1: it time.
0: Yes. That frustratingly long time that we all don't want to give it.
1: Well, we're all impatient, aren't we?
0: We need to give it are. that Definitely, and
1: that's that's really the next tip as well. I think Courtney you want to give is to give yourself the time that you need.
0: Absolutely, I know for myself, I'm in what year four now. Yep. Since I first met you and first started working out, mm-hmm. you're in how many years?
1: What the... It's
0: an ongoing thing. It
1: is a long time.
0: It's, a, it's so many years it's, now. It's an, it's
1: an evolving process, and everything changes over time. I think I think really you've got to give yourself the time that you need to let your mindset develop. Let your confidence in what you're doing and your confidence in yourself develop because it is going to take time. If I can use another personal example, it I'm not sure if I've told you this, Courtney, actually yet. Yeah, this might be a revelation for you as well.
0: Ooh, story.
1: It wasn't until last year where I truly believed I was a very, very good PT.
0: You have told me that before.
1: Have I? Yes. Okay. Well, I, well for you listening, I didn't think I was a very good PT until last year And last year was my sixth year in the industry helping people. Only last year could I look at myself and say, yeah, you know what? I'm really good at this. I can deliver a lot of value. I can help a lot of people. I can make a difference in someone's life. Where for the six years previous, in the back of my head was, can you really do this? Do you really have something to give? So this really sort of feeds into the point we're making here of give yourself time to develop. It can take time. It will take time.
0: Definitely. You're not failing if you find this hard. That is a saying that I think you listening really, again, need to really pay attention to. You're not failing if you find this hard.
1: Can can also say if you find this hard, that makes it normal.
0: Correct. It is not failure if it's hard if you get frustrated, if you get annoyed, if you feel like your mindset has sort of veered off path a little bit and then it comes back again, that is completely normal.
1: That happens to all of us.
0: Absolutely. It's happened to
1: you and me, Courtney. It'll happen to you listening. It happens to all of us. We're all going to struggle. We're all going to find things hard. And we're all going to find different things hard compared to the person next to us. So there's certain things, Courtney, that you find hard that I don't. Absolutely. And vice versa. Does that make it wrong? No. It just makes us we are who we are. So for yourself there listening, be you know, forgive yourself for finding things hard. You're not failing. No. It's going to evolve over time. Definitely. Mm.
0: So I think that they're the main tips that I especially wanted to get across today. I think that's there any Courtney, other tips that you wanted to No, do?
1: I think I think there's enough there to work with because this is a pretty deep topic we're talking about. One where I think it might actually require another podcast down the track. Mm because it's it's a, something that's discussed a lot in our industry and it's not as cut and dry as some people think.
0: No, and some people make it out to be. But I hope that clears up a little bit of the theory behind what mindset and weight loss is for and we, everyone. And we
1: hope that our experience has helped you sort of, you know, give some clarity with what you're doing on your own journey because... We are all different people and we do change differently. So what you've got here are two different perspectives or two perspectives from different people. And in the end, we just hope this has helped you. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, Courtney, it is time.
0: Email time.
1: I didn't know. I didn't say it yet. What time is it?
0: Email time.
1: Yes, it is email time. (laughs) So, oh, there's the music. Thank you. So, Courtney, I've pulled an email from Breezer.
0: Hi.
1: Breeza says... It's a two-part question. Yes. All right, Courtney. Hi, guys. Killing the podcast. Love it. Extremely helpful. Thank you, Breeza. That's why we do this. Thanks, Bree. Now that I have my exercise routine in check, it's time to tackle my food choices. What is a balanced meal? Now, before I pass this over to you, Courtney, can I just say, Breeza has actually hit on what we're talking about here with our, the topic of our podcast today. Now that I have my exercise routine in check, it's time to tackle my food choices. Well done, Breeza. So you, so you simplified it. You've done one thing at a time. And now that you've got the confidence up from getting your exercise routine in place, you're now going to tackle the next step. So well done. What is a balanced meal? Well, a balanced meal is going to be something that will, a meal that will contain a good source of protein, a good source of carbohydrates, and a good source of fats. Being yes. the three critical macronutrients that our body requires, that's a balanced meal. That's Absolutely. It's going, going to address all three. So if I, for example, had a plate of steak. Yes. And that's it. Would that be a balanced meal, Courtney? No. Why?
0: Because that is only protein.
1: Yeah, it is. What if I, for example, had a plate that consists of a bowl Of broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, capsicum, tomato. Is that a balanced meal? No. Why?
0: Because that is only carbohydrate.
1: Bingo. So Breezer, keeping it nice and simple for you, a balanced meal will have a good source of protein, carbohydrates, and healthy omega-3 fats. Yes. Part two. Question number two, Courtney. When out and about, as I am for my work and my pre-prepared tasty meal is accidentally left sitting at home in the fridge. Oh, I hate that. What takeaway options should I look for? Courtney?
0: Well, Breeze has given us a couple of examples in saying chicken and salad, Cole's salad bowl, Subway, all question marks. I actually think the best one there is to duck into Cole's and to grab salad mix you can go to the deli and you can actually get already shredded pre-cooked chicken and i've done that before we've maybe been away and we haven't got any food with us what do we do we need we need to quickly eat something we're on our way somewhere i know we in the past have ducked into coles or safeway grabbed a quick salad mix with some mixed leaf vegetable uh, mixed leaf salad sorry some you know tomatoes there's usually some shredded beetroot or sh- shredded uh, carrot in there in those mixes as well. Duck over to the deli, grab some shredded chicken, and you put it all together. Voila!
1: I'll say the same thing with different words, Breeza. I would say the best takeaway options to look for are the freshest offerings of mm-hmm. what you want. So I know for me, I'm not personally a massive fan of oily food or very greasy food. I just don't feel good when I have it. So I look for the freshest option. So as Courtney said, some chicken, some salad, let's go.
0: I think that's a really easy option. And I think uh, sometimes as well, maybe you might be near a shopping center or something and you can duck in. they usually, most shopping center food courts these days have salad bars. I know for ourselves, sometimes in a pinch, we've actually gone to Sumo Salad. And at Sumo Salad, you can actually create your own salad. So you don't have to have one of those pre-made ones. You can actually select what goes in there. Yeah. So there are definitely uh, different things that you can do, but I, yeah, I definitely agree with what you said, Matt. It's definitely the freshest the option. Freshest is option best. The freshest
1: option of what you want. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So hopefully, Bree, that helped. So we want you there to send us an email. We're going to answer your questions, Courtney. Yes. Where can we be reached?
0: Podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com.
1: That's where you can email us. We want to get some questions from you because we like answering questions.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it doesn't matter what is on your mind. If you feel like sending us a question, doesn't really matter if it's about food or exercise.
1: Random is good.
0: Please send it through. Random We'd be is more permissible. Than, more You're than un- happy to answer it.
1: I particularly love random. <laughs> yes. Random is funny and unpredictable, which is really good. So as Courtney said, yes, you can email us at podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com. Speaking of theweightlosspodcast.com, I didn't mention this before, Courtney, but I'm going to put up there some links on the show notes page on some good blogs you've written about mindset and how this works. I might also put in there a link to the video I did recently on Facebook about this.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's a really good idea because I think you did – Matt, you did uh, touch on it where you said it is a massive topic, and I think that uh, that it'd be fantastic for you for you to put those up there. Mm-hmm. Yep,
1: I will. I will get cracking on that. So with that, we're going to bring this one to a close. We hope this has helped you. We hope this has given you some some clarity on this topic. We'd like to get some feedback from you, as Courtney said before, podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com. I know for me, I wouldn't mind hearing from you on how your own mindset. Has been developing with your own journey. I'd like to find out if it's similar to Courtney and myself. So please feel free to let us know. And on that note, I think it's a wrap, Courtney. It's we're a wrap. Close it up.
0: Thanks for listening. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye! Get more free tips, listen to previous episodes, and contact Matt and Courtney at the weightlospodcast.com.